Hello, my name is Desiree, and welcome to another Strategy Sack, an ongoing exploration into the ideas, insights, and tools that help us build sustainable businesses, fulfill careers, and well-lived lives. So kick back or get in the zone and enjoy this little snack. We've reached the end of the year. As I'm recording this, we just had the first week of icy sub-zero temperatures. The first snow is still blanketing the hills in peaceful white. It's so beautiful, but it's super, super cold. All seasonal greetings have been sent out to partners and clients. Projects are now hibernating until January. And hopefully you've had a beautiful Christmas gathering with your team or with your friends. Everyone is retreating to their homes and circle of loved ones. This time between the holidays and the new year is so much more than a time of being with family, maybe too much good food and drink, and finally sleeping in. It's also a very powerful time of reflection. I feel especially compelled this year to use this time between the years to deliberately, consciously slow down and do some introspection before 2023 begins. What were this year's themes? Not just for me, but also for us as a collective. What moved us? What surprised us? What breakthroughs were necessary? The answers to these questions are important because they help us assess where we will devote our energies in 2023. We're all familiar with doing a yearly plan in business, And we define our goals in that planning, the ones that we want to achieve, the ones that we have achieved in this year maybe, the budget we want to invest, and the activities to make all that happen. And we do the same for ourselves in form of resolutions. Which brings me to one of the themes in 2022, rethinking our way of doing things. It's so difficult to stop doing something when you have the momentum built up when you're used to doing it, when it's just part of the process. And it's so hard because we've been doing it for so long. It's a little bit like half of it is autopilot. And sometimes killing a habit or changing a process is much harder than starting a new one in many ways. This autopilot mode is found in business, but also in our personal lives. And it has a lot to do with creating focused intentions but also with the courage of saying no. I've recently consulted a big brand that is extremely good at exploring and experimenting with new ideas and formats, something that usually doesn't come along that much in in your consulting practice because most businesses have problems really exploring new things. This brand is an exception to that. But after a few years of this, it added up to a very, very vast ecosystem of activities. And the brand had so much going on and in so many places. All these activities are just coexisting now instead of thriving and working together. The act of focusing your strategy and redirecting your resources toward making a few things truly great and truly valuable will take you so much further than just opening up tons of to-do lists and tons of places where you should be doing more. Slowing down and reassessing helps us recognize these patterns, 
taking a step outside our bubble and inviting new perspectives is so powerful. It can really trigger breakthroughs too. This brings us to another driving theme in 2022. Things are breaking. Okay, I know that sounds super depressing, but it's not really. Look at it this way. Before something new can be created, something old needs to be dismantled, broken apart, changed. And it feels like business is breaking right now. It feels like technology is going through an especially rough patch of not knowing if they're the good guys who will help us reimagine our world or the bad guys that are only in it for the data and the profits. I'm talking about the crazy things going on at Twitter the mass layoffs in the technology sector in general, which are a direct result of hyper-growth and, I'm going to call it greedy scaling. Thousands of people in the States are without a job before the holidays. Thousands of people also across Europe, as the European headquarters of these tech giants were also impacted. Also, the disappointment of cryptocurrency, which was such a beacon of hope for a new Web3 society. But also in our personal lives, it feels like dreams are cracking. I don't know about you, but reality feels so sober and numbing right now. There is this sense that there are so many new possibilities on the horizon. New ideas are being shaped into businesses. I'm following new interests myself and going down rabbit holes just to know what's there. But instead of feeling excitement, I feel a lot of anxiety and confusion as well about what the next five or ten years will look like. And then, of course, there's the environmental crisis. And sorry to say, but it feels like pivoting to electric cars is not going to be enough. Buying my jeans from a brand that produces sustainably in Portugal is not going to be enough. Far from it, even. And in many ways, we're replacing older things with similar newer things. It doesn't feel like we're tackling the problems, just how those problems manifest. And we're coming full circle now, which brings me to the last theme of 2022 I'd like to share with you. And that's very much degrowth and finding the balance of enough. Degrowth is 2022's magic word of the year that has thought leaders and self-proclaimed experts and activists pulsating with opportunity. And this pulsating That's really what it feels like. In the end, it's still about business. And it's about opportunity, opportunity for more, instead of opportunity for less, whatever that may mean. In many, many ways, slowing down and reassessing our habits, goals, and future means pausing completely. This is true for business, but also for us on an emotional level. This year, I felt more than ever the uncomfortable friction of feeling the need to produce and put my voice and content out there and my inner voice at the same time telling me to delete my production schedule altogether and just go with the flow. And here's that word flow. It's actually, it's quite a beautiful word. I have to remind myself that flow is not a steady speed or output. It's not a deliverable. It's not a schedule and it's not planable. Flow is living a rhythmic start, pause, and stop that isn't manufactured, but that comes about naturally by feeding it with inspiration, with energy, with rest. 
Degrowth means cutting down on things that aren't working, that are harmful, that are just too much. It's back to what I said before, focus and saying no. It's not wanting it all. It's not taking it all. It's about enough. And this may feel like the Goldilocks myth and about finding the porridge that's just right. Maybe it's a bit of that. Maybe it's a little bit of Zen too, but that's another conversation altogether. So bringing it all together, we have rethinking our way of doing things. That has been taking place a lot in the past months. Things breaking, our feeling of things breaking as well. I've spoken to to a lot of people and a lot of friends and colleagues and clients and just people I've met. And there was this sense that there are cracks. Some feel them bigger cracks. Some feel them as more like small splinters. But there is a general feeling of things falling apart. Not necessarily in, with a negative connotation to it. And then we have degrowth and finding our balance of enough, which ties all of this together. I want to end this with a big picture perspective. We are all collectively experiencing a departure from our old ways and a dawning of a new reality, really. Not just in business, but also for ourselves as individuals. And one year alone isn't really going to complete this process. Logically, we know this. But every year, as the end of year comes along, we think, well, next year has to be completely different or things have to be done. Global collective shifts occur over many years, and so does individual growth. It doesn't follow a calendar year, and it definitely doesn't follow a business plan if we're talking about business growth. There are so many variables included nowadays that you just have to react off of and you can't proactively tackle. I feel 2022 has been a year in which the shift has been very palpable and real. You can really almost call it a tear. And for me personally, it has been a transition year. A back and forth and increasingly feeling like I have no clue where the journey is going. And that feels very scary on the one hand. And on the other hand, it feels like I'm part of something completely new being created. What that is, I don't know yet. And I actually wrote about this in my newsletter. I'll link that in the, in the show notes for you. But what I want to say is, whatever experiences you've had this past year, I invite you to use the holidays to slow down, assess what energies you want to bring into 2023, and what your individual contribution to this shift can look like. I hope these observations have left you more informed and connected I realize this may not be the end-of-year motivational pep talk you were hoping for, but it was frank and thoughtful and hopeful in my own way. And we do need more of that these days. We need more of connecting the dots, looking at the big picture, but also speaking to one another, finding shared perspectives and different perspectives. So with that, I want to say enjoy your slowdown and talk to you soon. Thanks for having another strategy snack with me. I'll be hosting this podcast weekly now, which is one of my big new things in 2023. And if you'd like more, and you also like newsletters, you'll love the brainage, which I'll add in the show notes. 
I'm Desiree, and I explore the ideas, insights, and tools that help us build fulfilled careers and well-lived lives. And all those things that we've always wondered about, but nobody actually talks about that much. Talk to you next time.